let's let's take a look at the world that we currently live in and the type of behavior that we are currently justifying and trying to make a normal part of our daily discourse or activities within our society today. So myself as a father, and I'm imagining that around the country and around the world that there are millions and millions of fathers who get up every morning if they're able to to prepare their kids for the day ahead and which the day ahead means you prepare them for school and in the process of you preparing them for school you're dropping them off diligently early in the morning and just as you're there on time in the morning you're also on time in the afternoon to make sure that your kid arrives to and from school in a safe manner. For me, just like many other men, this would be seen as just another day at the office. This would be seen as nothing that needs a reward on our behalf, but it just will be seen as what we do. We are men. We are accountable. We share the burden of the household. It's not a big deal. But imagine if one day after you dropped off your son or your daughter and you get the news as a result of you dropping your son and your daughter off to school on that particular day. You Maybe your son or your daughter tells you that they have been assaulted. Not just any old assaulted, not just a fist fight, but they've been sexually assault, assaulted by another student while you were in the restroom. Because the student in question said to be a, one who identifies as gender fluid. And if you don't know what that means, means that someone who doesn't really have a quote unquote sexual identity he does not walk around seeing him or herself as a male or a female. It's based upon whatever the person feels in the moment. Today I'm going to be a girl type situation. Tomorrow I might be a boy or whatever. And that particular person happens to walk in the bathroom with your little girl. And as a result of walking in the bathroom with your little girl, that particular person decides that he's going to violate your little girl sexually. He's going to sodomize her. He's going to have his way with her. And he does that. He probably may have even been responsible for taking away her innocence. She reports it to the school and you as a parent, you want answers. You're upset. You're angry. You want him arrested. You want these things. You want the situation to be resolved. You're upset. Not only are you upset because you feel that because you were the one who was dropping her off and picking her up daily. You feel responsible because you feel that you took your kid into harm's way. You know, 
But when you as a parent start to demand answers as to how is this, this how is that this is something that can be taking place within a school and when I'm bringing my concerns I'm not being heard I'm not being taken serious to the point where I'm having to go to the school board meetings because I need justice for my child. Because, you know, if there's a protocol where because we've been taught that there's a chain of command, you report it, then you file a police report, whole nine, you know, a few different steps. And then if you can't get any answers from the lower levels, then you figured you'll take it to a higher court. And me taking the situation to a higher court would be the school board who are supposed to be the men and women who help to make the decisions to help the school system run smoothly. Not only running smoothly, but to be safe for all students, regardless of race, color, class, or creed, or sexual preference. But as a parent, and I'm expressing my my disappointment I'm not only am I expressing my disappointment, I'm expressing my frustration with the lack of response from the school system in regards to my concern for my son or my daughter. To the point where I'm showing up to your school board meetings, I'm being dismissed as if though I'm just a troublemaker, someone who was just making up shit. When my daughter has to live with the assault that took place within your school district. And not only having to hear from the men and women off the school board that there's no evidence that my daughter was raped, but to have members of the public also participate in this whitewashing of the situation, calling my daughter or my son a liar, is enough, in my opinion, to make a man snap. But the question I want to ask you men out there, as well as you women, how much is enough? How much are we supposed to take when it comes to protecting our children? How much are we supposed to take when it comes to our honor and our names being smeared and disrespected how much are we supposed to take is it because we have been taught that a good citizen is an agreeable citizen a good citizen is a man or a woman who follows the law but you know what I don't agree with that and the reason why I don't agree with it 
because it makes slaves of us all. I believe that a good citizen is a man or a woman who knows when to disagree or to break the law. And I believe that many of the men and women who sit upon these boards, who or these think these think tanks and like to sit around and make decisions on behalf of the greater society, I believe that many of these men and women are cowards. If you guys don't know what I'm referencing to, I'm referencing the Loudoun County School Board situation that took place in Virginia with a man by the name of Scott Smith. And Scott Smith's daughter was assaulted, sexually assaulted, while at school in the bathroom, sodomized by a young man who is under the impression that he is a girl. And Mr. Scott brought it to the attention of the school and the school gave him the runaround. And upon getting the runaround, he was also at the school board meeting, trying to get some answers, trying to get some help, trying to figure out what are you guys going to do? Why is there no case being brought up against this young man who assaulted his ninth grade, nine-year-old daughter, or a ninth grade daughter? And Mr. Scott, was dismissed and made to be or made to be thought of as a fool and if anything is more familiar within this climate of today is that when you're again when you don't go along with a particular worldview you are seen as a troublemaker you're seen as a coup you're seen as everything but someone who's a part of our angle you know while the school board is way more interested in fighting for trans, trans, transgender rights, but denying the rights of young men and women who can care less about the rights of transgender students or whomever it may be. To the point is even going as far as telling Mr. Scott that they have no knowledge of the situation in which he is speaking about. But evidence came about stating that you guys are aware in a form of an email that it was outlined of the situation where the young man assaulted Mr. Scott's daughter. But because Mr. Scott does not go along, is not a part of the narrative or he is his his cry for justice goes against your ideological agenda of pushing this transgender agenda. And let me tell you this, as much as people are tolerant of men and women who uh, live an alternative lifestyle, because the average man like myself can give two shits, I really don't care. As long as you respect my space, you can do whatever you want to do. But as a result of these ideologues, technocrats, men and women, the more you continue to push other people upon us, people are going to start to push back. People are going to not only push back, but people are going to resent these men and women who seem to be unable to do wrong. And when, But you and I both know as men that no man is above the law. No man is unfallible. 
says nearly two months after Smith's arrest, the school board voted to approve its transgender rights policy, which requires teachers to call students by pronouns they identify with and require bathroom renovations in order to make them more private. The school board is more concerned about trivial shit that means nothing to the average parent. It means nothing because when I send my kid to school, I send my kids to school for an opportunity to learn and to be safe. I don't send my school, I've never sent any of my kids to school to be concerned about pronouns. Maybe this is just a symptom of living in a prosperous country where you don't really have to worry about how you're going to feed yourself. I guess these are first world problems. I'm more concerned about pronouns than I am about the safety. And the thing that I'm questioning is, how is it that the members of the school board, how are these men and women, how do they fix their mouths to utter the words in which they do in regards to a man pleading his case of trying to bring an awareness to the appropriate authorities and this man is turned down and made to be a laughingstock to the point where you've made yourself, and when I say you've made yourself, meaning the school board has made themselves out to be the victims in this situation here. Even going as far as trying to, just going as far as calling upon the federal government and the FBI to come in and to protect them. This is retarded. This is extremely crazy and stupid. Makes me wonder, is this just another part of end times where stupidity reigns supreme? Did the Justice Department to provide federal law enforcement to respond to an increase in violence against school officials across the county? Attorney General Merrick Garland later pledged to have the Department of Justice and the FBI to investigate harassments of school board members. And I'm thinking to myself, if the men and women of the school board were not acting as such dicks, even though this is a situation that they themselves are making, it's like, how dare you? You want to pretend that you're tough. And the moment people stand up to you, you want to cower. You, <laughs> you guys aren't built for it. But I would have to say that I personally believe that Scott Smith is a hero. I don't know if I would have taken as long as Scott would have to seek or display my disdain for the lack of accountability. But I am appreciative of Scott's effort. And in the process of me appreciating Scott's effort, I employ you men, you fathers, to reassess your position and your responsibilities to your kids. I believe that because of the way society has consistently for the last few years been coming at men to be less aggressive, less dominant, or less masculine. These are the things in which they're using against us. 
so that weak men with their evil agendas can try to be wordsmiths and try to convince us into being less than ourselves or less than what God has designed us to be. Men, we need to reestablish our dominance. And that means letting the men and women who perceive themselves to be better than us understand that though you may have a degree here and there, I'm still willing to stand up to you because what I understand about being a man versus what I understand about being a woman is that men conquer lands. And men have been doing that for eons and centuries. We have to get back to being the head of our homes. And we also have to get back and being fearless to the down to the point where we can also be downright rootless. Because we have to let this, 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 this fake society that we are now a part of or we're being made to be a part of know that no. We're not going to have it. We're not going to participate in it. Imagine you sending your kids to school. Forcible sodomy. Anal sodomy. Forcible fellatio. What the fuck is this? And I'm bringing this to your attention. Trying to be a good citizen. But yet, in the process of me trying to be a good citizen, you make me out to be less than someone who is not worthy of being heard, all so that you can pass your agenda on pronouns and transgender bathrooms. I've said this before, and I will continue to say this. The pendulum swings both ways. Today you're big, tomorrow, today you're big, today you're up, tomorrow you're not around. So you men and women who operate under the assumption that the tables will not turn, I beg you to really, really take stock and pay attention. Scott's a real one. I will give it to Scott. Scott's a real one. But like I'm saying, how long would it take you as a father? And I'm talking to you men out there. How long would it take you men to respond to the situation? Question is, why do we continue to keep our mouths shut? Why do we continue to allow these men and women to make us feel powerless? Is it the fear of being called a home? I mean, transphobic, homosexual, whatever, um, bigoted. For me, you can call me whatever you want to call me. I don't care if any, I don't care if any man is homosexual, heterosexual, bisexual, transsexual. If there's a sexual predator in the mix, he or she has to be dealt with. He or she has to be dealt with. And that means dealt with either by the state or as a father, I will continue to govern my rightful place. 
And the crazy thing about it is big news, oh, it's like big news. Loudoun County father arrested at school board event. It says school tried to cover up daughter's bathroom assault. I think the school board got away easy. I think they got away easy. But I say this really, and I'm really trying to bring this to light to you men, is that we have to we have to stop it with this laxadaisy bullshit games that we play. Our kids are here because we participated in grown folks activities. And as a result of it, we became fathers. And when we became fathers, we became protectors. We became gladiators. We became first line of defense to make sure that our kids and our wives are protected. And we have to get back to this way of behaving and thinking because we have allowed the weak among us to define the terms of masculinity and we have allowed our society to soften us because of punishment. What would you do if this happened to your son or your daughter? We can't walk around here always thinking that it would never happen. And that's the one thing I'm coming to understand about living in America because this is a two-tier system and a lot of times we can only see based upon the purchase in which the perch that we, we sit on daily. So when a particular class and group of people make complaints and if they have to go to a ruling class or a class that's slightly higher above those requests or those concerns are downplayed as, oh, that's just the way you guys are. You know, you downplay the significance of it, but you only downplay the significance of it until the tables are turned. And that's why I say the pendulum swings both ways. The men and women of the school um, of Loudoun County on the school board, they all should be fired. And that's, in my opinion, getting away easy. The young man in question should be brought to trial and he should be dealt with as an adult and he should be dealt with to the fullest extent of the law. And this is just me being a nice citizen, you know? And we need as men to stand more, and we as men, we need to stand behind men like Scott Smith for fighting for his daughter. And stop allowing these secular thinking, behaving men and women with no religious foundation or convictions to try to dictate the terms of how we're going to live 
and how we're going to prosper in this society. This has been on my mind for a few days now. I've recorded this a couple of times and each time I recorded it, I've had a lot of obscenities in it because it was it's extremely frustrating as a father to know that I'm going to have to, even though I've always established that it's on me, it's now even more evident that I trust no one that claims to be working in my best interest. I trust God and myself. I do not trust anyone who works for a check under the guise of caring for me or caring for my family. I care for my family without a check. And I wish that more of you would adopt this attitude of not depending upon anyone to look out for you, but you. Your God, yourself, everyone else take it or leave it, but I'd rather you leave it. Anyhow, thank you for checking out this episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Guns. I'm your host, Romeo, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.